Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about my senior year of undergrad at Michigan State University, my final year of college, and let me tell you, it's been crazy. I'm currently a senior, I guess. Today was kind of the last day ever, but we'll get into that and how all this craziness went down, but also how my interviews went and what it's like not taking a gap year and applying and balancing your hard senior year class with application stuff and with being really involved in clubs and just trying to enjoy your last year of college. So it's kind of what we're going to cover today and we'll see how long it is. I feel like I have a lot to cover, but I usually end up trying to keep episodes around 30 minutes for you all. I do have a lot of guests coming up soon, so be really excited. There's some recent dental school grads, so current dentists. There's also some dental students and some pre-dental students, so get excited for that. I'm also going to be putting out a few episodes about applying to dental school, so those will be coming out at the beginning slash middle of May. That way they're ready as soon as the application opens on May 12th for you all that might be applying this cycle. Good luck, by the way. But we're going to get right into the introduction for this episode. So as for what's happening in my life, uh, this week was my last week of classes in college ever. I just have one quiz during finals week, no actual final exams. I've submitted all my homework, all my lab reports, pretty much everything. So I'm essentially done with college. And as you're listening to this, I am done with college, which is crazy. Um, Yeah, that's the biggest life update, I guess. But in addition, I would say I'm also trying to plan out what I'm going to do with these like two-ish months. So we're going to be starting dental school online June 22nd. So I have pretty much two months of nothing much to do other than like keeping up with YouTube and podcasting. So I'm trying to figure out what kind of goals I want to have and what how I can use that time in a productive way and also let myself rest and enjoy time with my family and everything. We're going to see, obviously, if things start opening up, if it's safe to go certain places outside while you're keeping social distancing and everything. We'll kind of see how these months develop, but I'm imagining I'm still going to be spending 99% of my time at home just with me and my mom and dad. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, dental school's summer term for me is totally online. So June 22nd till August 15th, tackling dental school online. We will definitely talk about how that goes. I've been talking to some older students at Michigan that have obviously completed their D1 year as of this past week. So that's really exciting for them that they're finally D2s. But they've given me some advice about classes in general for your D1 summer. But we'll see if we're having the same schedule that they did, like if they're changing it around, given that we're online and can't be in person, like maybe some classes are better suited for online. They said that they're going to be sending a orientation email coming up soon. So once I get more information about how dental school is going to be proceeding, I'll definitely update you guys in future episodes. But um, for now, we'll also talk about what's been motivating me this week. So this isn't necessarily academic focus, but just What's been motivating me is going outside on walks. I've really been enjoying that, especially listening to a good podcast while I'm walking. It just feels like I have company, but I'm also alone and in my thoughts and like having time to myself, like away from my family and just away from distractions and everything. So I've really been loving that. And then I've also really been enjoying new music. So I've been trying to make a lot of playlists. That's one way I've been spending my time just because music is really powerful and can be very uplifting. So I'm trying to surround myself with like encouragement and good vibes, I guess, if you want to say that. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. 
and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now we're going to get into the main topic of this episode. So my senior year of college. So setting the scene, as always, I moved into a new apartment. I lived in the same complex my sophomore and junior year with different people in like a different unit, but I was driving to the same like area of the city and everything because it was the same complex. But now I moved to a different location. It was right on Grand River, um, which was really fun for being near all of, like the social aspect of things. It was really easy to go out with my friends. We always were like hosting lots of pregames and things. So it was a really good like social setting for like restaurants and bars and everything. And I was really just like eager to get the year started and I knew it was going to be probably one of the best years of my life not to be dramatic but just I was in a really good place like with a lot of my friends and I knew that I could possibly get a, be getting accepted to dental school during the school year and that I was just going to be saying yes to more things and I had a little like bucket list for senior year and just I hadn't lived what I felt like was like a full college experience and like done all the things that MSU has to offer throughout the past three years before that. So I was really excited and hopeful to just like kind of make up for lost time in a way my senior year. And I think I definitely did do that. Obviously, things were cut short in the spring, but I would say senior year totally lived up to all of my expectations. And I'm really thankful that it happened. So the fall semester was like my best semester of college ever, I think just like enjoyment wise. And then spring obviously ended up being a little underwhelming just because it was cut pretty short. I Everything was done right after spring break. So I missed like a month and a half of like all of our big senior activities. But fall itself, I obviously got football tickets as usual and went to all the games, tailgates, all that stuff. But also we had rush for AED and it was our biggest year yet. So we had, I think, like 208 was like the most we had at one of our rush meetings and then we took around like 65 people so rush is always really fun because I'm just like very very involved in it and meeting all these new people and sharing to them this organization that I'm really passionate about so it was a really fun experience getting to know people and just being busy with something that's fun for me even though that's kind of dorky but I like to be busy with club stuff so that was a really fun part of the year at the very beginning and then I also went to Portland with my family we went on that trip over Columbus Day weekend and then I was also traveling a lot for interviews which I'm going to talk about like when each of those happened and everything but basically I did a lot of traveling this school year which I'm really grateful for especially since we can't really do much right now and probably for a while so I feel really lucky that I was able to get a lot of like experiences in I guess my senior year and so extracurricularly like I mentioned I was in AUD still and I was the president of that and we had rush and all that and it was really enjoyable and again continuing to like grow my passion for like teamwork and like involvement in organizations pretty much is something I really like to do so that continued to kind of foster that interest of mine and then I was also secretary of pre-dental club this year so I was doing all of our emails and that kind of communication with club members a lot and like maintaining the point sheet and everything it's a pretty big club 
finally got to get to know more people by checking people in at every meeting. I was like learning familiar faces and learning names. So that was a really nice way to actually become more involved in that club and get to know people because it's just so large and we don't do much other than meetings. So it was cool to get more involved. And then we also decided to start doing things beyond meetings this year. So we had a soap carving workshop with our pre-dental club. We had a painting night. We did a couple social events at a cider mill and we did a like hayride social nights. It was really fun. And then I was also doing Honor Times 2 again, which is the mentorship program. So I was paired up with a third grade girl who was really cool. She was actually like incredibly smart. She was a grade older. So she was only six when we started working, but she was in third grade, which blows my mind. But so she, since she was younger, it was a bit more challenging because in previous year I had only worked with fourth grade students. So working with someone that was only six years old was an adjustment, but I'm really grateful for that as challenging as it may have been. I think it pushed me the most out of any of the years that I've done the mentoring because it did get a little bit more frustrating. Like it worked my patience a little bit more and also it required me to be more creative and improve my teaching skills since she just has a shorter attention span and like less interest per se in like what we're doing. So that was, I think, a very rewarding experience. It's a bummer we didn't get to finish out her project, but we nearly finished and she was really excited about it. We ended up making a board game and then on each square was like a different question. And then there was like five subjects, so like science, math, random, and then there was like a music one. And that just was good because it gave us a lot of time to research what questions and there were like 10 questions per subject per grade level, kindergarten through fifth grade. So that's a lot of questions to fill out. So week to week we did that and we actually like made the board obviously and like painted it and everything. So I think that was really fun for her and kept her engaged because we were able to like quickly go through things and also like always be doing something new in a way. So that ended up working out really well. And I'll quickly read off my classes for you all as well because I know people are interested in how I was getting through my degree, but this was obviously the last classes that I took to complete my degree in human biology. So the classes I took senior year fall semester were histology, um, an upper level HPS class, a immunology class, and a pharmacology of drug abuse class. So that was 14 credits and I did kind of poorly in some of the classes. Um, pharmacology was really rough for me. I three-pointed that and then I thought I was going to get an A in immunology, but I ended up getting a 3.5. I'm not really sure what happened there, but I honestly didn't inquire about it with the professor just because I was already into school and everything. So I just kind of let it go. And then my histology class, I was really surprised that I got a 3.5. I was pleasantly surprised because it was probably the hardest class I've taken at MSU, to be honest. Um, Histology is a study of cells and tissues, if you have never heard of that. But basically, it was a lab as well as a lecture, and it was just very in-depth about the like epithelial structure and cells like on that like molecular of a level, I guess, if you want to call it that. So it was pretty cool to learn about like cancer in an in-depth way and be able to look at slides of different body tissues from like different organs and recognize which organ was which because of certain features and then also like if that organ was diseased in some way what is the disease state doing to the tissues it was really interesting and I know that's something that comes up in dental school so I'm glad I've had a little bit of exposure to it and then the HPS class was just again normal like sociology deeper thinking writing kind of course I don't have a ton to say about immunology or pharmacology. Pharmacology, I guess, was 
just really challenging because it was so much content. But on top of it being a lot of content, I also struggled because it was very neuroscience-based. And being a biology major, I don't have much of a background in neuroscience. So that was kind of tricky for me. And I think that's a lot of the reason I got questions wrong on the multiple choice exams. And then immunology, I really enjoyed and it was challenging, but it reminded me a lot of the teaching style of my biology one and two class that I mentioned that was tough, but I like loved. So I really liked that class because I liked his teaching style and I liked the way notes were given and the exams similar to my biology class are kind of like puzzles in my mind like they give you this kind of obscure scenario and then you have to draw on a bunch of different learning objectives and concepts from class and like figure out this weird funky scenario you know so I really liked that class and I thought it was really interesting and again I'm hoping it'll be helpful when I get into dental school and then in the spring I took um, genetics, I took microbio, I took physics two, and I took physics two lab. So as you guys know, I don't like physics. I don't like physics lab. Um, but I think I'm actually doing okay in them this semester. So that's kind of cool. I don't have my grades yet for this semester, but, um, I'm pretty sure I know them since all I have left is one quiz to be put in my grade book. But since it's past fail as an option. Um, What I'm doing is if I don't get a 4.0 in a class, I'm choosing to take that class as just a passing grade rather than a letter grade. And so my GPA will only go up. It won't go down at all. So I think I'm going to have an A in two out of my three of my four classes, hopefully. So we'll see. But if things go as predicted, I'll finish my bachelor's degree with a 3.0. Eight seven ish. So I'm pretty proud of that. I think that's good. Microbio was harder than I expected. I was bad in microbio in high school. So I guess part of me was expecting it to be challenging. I don't know why it doesn't click for me. I think it just because it is a lot of memorizing, but it's not something that I can care about as much as like immunology or like a physio type class just because it is so small, I guess, in the big picture of how your body's functioning. Like it's very intricate and not necessarily about the human body other than like your microbiome that you have but anyways it just wasn't the most interesting class to me so it was hard for me to excel in it but I'm hoping when it's microbiology related to oral health and more like disease states in dental school I'll enjoy it more and be more successful but we'll see how that goes and then genetics is just a pretty tough class because there's a lot of math in it and math isn't really my strong suit but it's been interesting still the actual content so My senior year classes were mostly my like upper level bio classes that I had to take for my degree, as you can probably tell. And I would say they've all been really helpful because they're very applicable to classes I'm going to be taking in dental school in a few months. So that's kind of nice to have that exposure. And they were super, super hard. But again, I think it's good that it allowed me to keep working hard my senior year and like pushing myself to learn more and study hard and not just like get lazy my last year. So overall, I'm really glad with the classes that I took and the major that I had and the overall education that I got at Michigan State is like hands down excellent. Like I'm very happy and pleased with it. And I think that I've gained a lot academically from my education. So now we're going to get into the rest of my experience with my senior year, more so talking about what it was like not having a gap year. So interviewing well, being in my senior year of college, because that definitely was tough in ways. So I'm just going to kind of go through each interview and like what was happening at the time and how that kind of played into my schedule and like experience. 
So I don't know if I told you guys this yet, but I did apply to 12 schools and I was offered five interviews. I took them all and interviewed at all five schools before December first. So I mentioned my first interview was at Detroit Mercy on August 28th, the day that my lease started in East Lansing. So I interviewed in the morning and moved in in the afternoon. And then my second interview, I was invited to that at the end of August is when I got the email. And then the interview itself was September 13th, I believe. That was a Friday for University of Michigan. And then I had my Ohio State interview in October. And so for those, I'm a Michigan resident. So the interviews at Detroit and at University of Michigan, I just commuted from my parents' house, stayed the night here and drove in the morning to the interviews. It was like a 40 minute drive to each school. So no big deal for me. But if you're coming from out of state, which is applicable for my Ohio State interview and my other two, I really recommend getting a hotel the night before. It will save you a lot of stress and you'll be better rested and I think more successful in your interview probably. But so my out-of-state interviews, my parents like wanted to come with me, which I really appreciated just to make me more comfortable and like if anything crazy was happening, like they could deal with it and I could focus on attending my interview, for example. So my mom came with me to my Ohio State interview and that was in October. Let me find the exact date just for reference, I guess. Okay, actually I misspoke. It was actually the very end of September. It was September 27th and 28th. So there's the two-day thing. I'm going to have an episode about interviews, but um, it was pretty cool to have my mom there and they wanted families to come for this particular school because they have like the first day you can have like your parents come and like see the school and do a tour with you and just like they're very really like family friendly environment so they wanted your family to get to experience the school whether that's you're more my age and your parents or if you're married and have a spouse like they could come with you as well and that was pretty common with our interview group and then I also had an interview at Pittsburgh and an interview at Tufts in Boston so those were a little bit weird because my grandma passed away towards the end of October so I was supposed to have an interview the weekend that her funeral was but Pittsburgh was really great and they let me reschedule it so I did that one a few weeks later than I was supposed to in November and then the weekend before that I was in Tufts in Boston for my interview so The Boston one was kind of crazy because there was a huge snowstorm. So I had, in that one, I was traveling by myself, like no one came with me. So I drove from East Lansing to the Detroit airport in like a pretty bad snowstorm. And then my flight was delayed two and a half hours. And then I didn't get in until like, thankfully it wasn't that late. It was like 7 p.m., but it was supposed to be like the afternoon. So I was supposed to explore the city and stuff, but I didn't get to do that. But it's totally fine because I've been to Boston before and I knew I really liked it and everything. And then um, another thing that was tricky about that, so I had an exam the day that my interview was set. So that professor let me take the exam. He gave me the option to take it before or after my interview. I chose to take it before, so I took it that morning that I was going to the airport right before I left. So that was really nice just to get it out of the way. And part of the reason that I did that was because I also had a histology exam that was supposed to be the Friday before that. But with my grandma passing, my professor was also very kind and she let me extend it. So I took it the following Friday after the Boston interview. So I had, um, the interview was on a Tuesday in Boston. So I had Wednesday and Thursday to study and the exam was on Friday for me. And then in addition to that, I had the Pittsburgh interview the following weekend and my dad came with me for that one. We drove for that one and we also drove to Ohio, but I did fly to Boston. So we drove to Pittsburgh, stayed a night there, did the interview and drove 
home. So again, like having exams and stuff and having to study at the airport, having flight delays, just like being tired and like it's just because you don't know when you're going to get the interviews offered to you. Like you might get a selection of dates or it might just be this is your date, take it or leave it. And then sometimes they'll say this is your date. If you'd like to change it, let us know. So it just like depends on the school. But that's what makes it tricky is that you have to work with your professors and work with yourself and your scheduling once you get this date to make everything else in your life work around that interview. So that's like one thing that's tricky if you do have school and exams or like stuff comes up in your personal life or something. So that's just something to keep in mind if you're planning on not doing a gap year. And so like I said, I did one of those interviews in November and then December 2nd this year in 2019 was the acceptance day. It's usually the first Monday of December, but I don't know what it'll be this cycle. I assume things might end up being pushed back for the whole interview process, but I don't really know. Don't take that as like what's happening. I'm just speculating here. But anyways, it was December 2nd and I made a vlog that day if you guys want to watch the acceptance day kind of unfold. But that's the first day that you're allowed to be accepted into dental schools. So a lot of them make the decisions like I think right after your interviews happen, but they're not allowed to tell you if you got in or not. So I had an interview in August and didn't hear from them until December because that's just how the system works. But anyways, um, December 2nd came and I was accepted to four out of those five schools. So that was really, really exciting. And yeah, you guys just got to watch the video. I was sobbing. I was so happy. I was so proud. It was one of the best days, but I was accepted to Detroit Mercy University of Michigan, Ohio State, and Tufts. And then after December 2nd, I didn't really hear back from any of the schools. A couple asked if I wanted to stay considered, if I wanted to have my application looked at, and I already committed to Michigan pretty much within the end of that week. So I told them, no, you don't need to keep considering me. So that was like me withdrawing my application. Some schools didn't say anything until way later, like March, and said, okay, you're denied obviously, because they never interviewed me. And then some schools, it's pretty much it. It was either you were denied or um, I withdrew my application because I didn't need to be considered. But yeah, it's weird because some just like don't say anything to you. And it's just odd. I don't know. It's an odd process. And you really don't know why things are the way they are. And it's really hard not to be comparing yourself to other people throughout this whole year like who gets interviews when who had it earlier how did theirs go which schools did they get how many schools did they get and that's just like my number one tip is not comparing yourself as much as possible because like you're the only you and there's nothing else you can do at that point once you've applied like you've laid out all your cards you've done the very best you can and the school that is right for you is going to accept you whenever it's right for you to start dental school. So just like breathe and focus on you. And it's good to have people to talk to about the process and other people applying and everything. But again, just don't get too caught up in that because I know I kind of did. So anyways, it didn't really matter about any of the other schools because I was accepted to my number one choice, University of Michigan. Woo, so exciting. And that night we went out and celebrated with all of our Michigan State pre-dental students that had gotten accepted on that very first day, which there was a lot of us, so that's really cool. And as you guys know, winter break always happens in December for colleges, so acceptance day was like the week before finals week, so I had some finals that week because some classes just do them early. I don't really know why. And then I had obviously some finals during finals week, and during finals week and right after finals, I was like furiously looking online trying to find housing in Ann Arbor because I know that it's just like 
really even sooner than East Lansing people sign on things there. So I was worried that I was going to end up having to pay for one of the super luxury like high rise apartments that are like absurdly expensive for like tiny, tiny square footage to be in Ann Arbor, which I know is like a nice city, but it's not New York City. You know, it shouldn't be costing fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars a month to live in like a tiny box. So anyways, I decided to live with my friend Amanda from Michigan State. We ended up getting a two-bedroom apartment. It was really lucky that we found it. I think it's a pretty good price and we get to have our cars and everything and it's not too far from the dental school. Like we can walk or bus, whatever we feel like doing. And then the last kind of weird thing that you have to deal with after being accepted is like all of the paperwork and the approval process if you will to be like you're you're conditionally accepted when you get the email that you're accepted to a dental school so it depends on your grades but it also depends on a background check and um, like immunization records and you might have to get like booster shots done so that was something I was dealing with over winter break was just like finding doctors to go to and getting things checked out and like running back and forth because like you get a test done then like the tb test takes 24 hours but like the hepatitis b titer takes three days so then you have to go back again and then you have to get everything done before they'll sign the overall form and then you have to like scan the form over to the dental school and you have to wait for your background check to get cleared and everything so that's just like a task to be doing but that's one of the benefits i guess of being accepted early is that you're not scrambling as much because you have that whole winter break to kind of figure that out before you start classes again and get busy and everything. So I was really thankful again that I was accepted as early as I was. But I have tons of friends, just a side note, that were accepted like in the past couple weeks to their top school or in January and February and March, like I said, literally now. So you definitely don't need to be accepted right away. Like it literally does not matter other than the fact that you have more time to find housing and meet people and whatnot like you're going to get the same degree you're in the same class like you are completely equal with anyone no matter when you got accepted and honestly I think no matter what dental school you're going to because you're still going to be a dentist no matter where you go but that's kind of a side note so anyways continuing on with like what my senior year timeline looked like and I just had a pretty typical winter break lots of family and just like enjoying my time home and spring semester started it like I said was a little disappointing as everything ended but before things ended so before March 12th or whatever it was I went on a really fun spring break with a lot of my friends to Fort Lauderdale uh, at the very beginning in January for my sister's birthday me and my roommate Lauren went with her to Arizona which was absolutely beautiful one of the prettiest places I've traveled we did lots of hiking and stuff so that was really fun and I also went to a ton of MSU basketball games which was awesome Um, the Izone is like nothing else that's what we call our student section if you don't know that but Um, I got to go to like their senior night. I got to see them win the Big Ten Championship. I got to see just a lot of the big games like against Michigan, our rival school, and just like lots of good MSU energy and enjoying being a Spartan student because I'll always be Spartan, but not always a student, you know? So I definitely think I took some things for granted and there were times that I just kind of stayed in or times that I wasn't 
fully present when I was with my friends. I definitely regret that, but I think overall I had an incredible senior year and also a really good spring semester before things ended. So um, we missed like our semi-formal for AED pre-dental club. We missed like our senior bar crawls, which are really fun for all the clubs and for Lyman Briggs and obviously graduation and everything and our induction ceremony. So some things that would have been really nice to just kind of top everything off for senior year, if you will, but it's totally fine. And I've definitely accepted everything and I'm excited for the next chapter of my life. And I have so many cool memories to look back on that I just like wouldn't trade for the world. Like I wouldn't give up any of the weeks that I had at MSU just to have like two more months, if that makes sense. Like everything that I did experience totally, totally outweighs those couple months that we missed. And I think I have two main takeaways for this episode about senior year. One being related to pre-dental stuff, I guess, that just like communicate with your professors, whether like I said, like my grandma passed away, which was really hard and obviously took me away from school for a while. And then also having interviews like during the week, like they're not on the weekends. A lot of times they're on weekdays. So communicating with them for me and all of my friends, they were so understanding and excited. They were like, wow, this is awesome. Like, congrats on your interview. Yes. Will we arrange it? Like what works for your schedule? Like they're, this is why you're in college and why you're taking their class is to pursue whatever profession you're interested in. So Hopefully all your professors will be really encouraging, but you won't know if you don't ask. So even if you're not missing the exam day, like if you're going to be gone that whole weekend, like just ask for an extension, see what they'll do. Like there's no harm in asking. And I think communicating is one of my biggest tips and takeaways about interview season and everything if you are taking classes. And then another thing, just more personally, a takeaway is to like live in the moment and like say yes to things. Um, the Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes is a really good book if you're bored during your stay at homing. And also, well, I'm throwing out book recommendations since I've only read like two in the past like seven years. Um, the other one that I've read that I like is called Grit. Um, that book is really awesome too if you guys are bored, like I said. But that's pretty much everything I had to talk about in this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed. And like I said, be sure you're following the podcast Instagram because that's where I get episode recommendations or guest recommendations from you all. Interviews are virtual. So anyone you know that you think would be exciting to hear from on this episode, like let me know and I'll reach out to them. But um, we do have a guest in our next week's episode, a dental student at Tufts, Eleni. And then we'll do the application prep videos and applying to dental school type stuff and then we'll have another guest and yeah I have lots of things planned through the end of August so I hope you guys are excited but um yeah that's pretty much everything I have to say so I will talk to you guys next Monday when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply